0: Welcome to this edition of Brother Reg. I'm your host, Reg Allen. And rather than being alone today, I have some special guests in the studio. They'll have them introduce themselves. Hello, I am Carissa Haar. Good to see you. Good to have you. Um, and I'm Becca Ward. I'm Sarah Lynn. And I've got and Rocco. Yep, so Rocco's in the studio, and when he makes cooing noises, you don't get to see how cute he is, but he is cute. <coughs> oh, <laughs> that was seriously like on command. <laughs> <laughs> so here's um here's what I'd like to talk about a little bit. Um, I've had some people recommend that we talk about body language and the impact of body language as it relates to personal life to um to business negotiations, but also I think it, body language plays a key role in just communication in general. And there's value in, in better understanding what nonverbal cues mean, what to make of them so that you can adjust for the good of others. Sometimes when, um, when body language is talked about, people think of it as something that's like a trick or it's something that can be used to Get what you want, or whatever the case might be. I think that's true of any skill or or talent, right? You can use your skills for good or evil, and um, and I think there's power in learning to understand people's nonverbals and understanding how people want to receive information. Because when you know that, you're able to best bless others that are around you. For instance, I uh, there's a scripture where the Lord says. Um, where it says that the Lord speaketh to people in their own language and in their own understanding. It's more than just language. It's more than just English or Spanish or whatever the language is. It's how he speaks to people according to the way they understand. And you can't speak to people according to how they understand if you aren't perceptive of what their needs are based on the way they communicate. And most of that communication happens through nonverbals. So, when we go through some of these skills, I want us to make sure that we're mindful and we key in on the fact that these make a big difference in the way that we can best help others. Um, I want to start with, I want to start first with um, learning styles. Um, most of the time, when people are communicating, if you pay attention to the words people use, they kind of show how they see the world. So for instance, if I'm visiting with you and I say, hey, do you see what I'm saying, right? Or I use words to reference visualization in the way that I explain everyday normal conversation, then it gives you a sense that I'm likely to identify with and learn more from visual cues. Or if I'm a feeling-based person, which I am, I often say things like, do you feel, do you feel what I'm saying? Right. Or I'm, I'm re- I'm referring regularly to things you can feel on the inside. And so if people are communicating with me, if they're using language that shows feeling, then I'm more likely to identify and be bridged along in that communication style. You'll hear people say, do you hear what I'm saying? Right. And notice I even started off, do you hear what I'm saying? Or you'll hear people say this. Gives you a sense that they learn through auditory language. And, and picking up on that allows you to modify your words to best match how people see the world. So you'll have feeling, you'll have visual, you'll have audio. And those correspond often to people's eye movements as well. So it's kind of interesting, I'll just, uh, and people won't get to see this, but I'll just, I'll just practice here with Carissa for a second. Um, Carissa, what, what did you, what did you order at the restaurant last night? Um, I ordered a taco and an enchilada and some rice and beans. And how was it? It was really good. What day of the week were you born on? I have no idea. (laughs) I know you don't know, but if you did know, what would you, what would you say? Like a Friday, Friday night. <laughs> 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 it's a party. Yeah, exactly. What uh what is the name of the actress on The Greatest Showman? I don't not know. Okay. Um, Becca. I still don't know the actor's name. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. Wait, 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 Hugh Jackman. Oh, the you? actress, the oh, actor. the actress, yeah, the girl. Yeah, I guess there's a few, right? There's a handful. Um, what, uh, what do you value and cherish most in your life? My family, for sure. Okay, yeah. family's, family's important. Very important. When when we're recalling things that that have a feeling base to us you'll watch that your eyes or people's eyes will go downward. They'll look either down to the right corner or the left corner, or sometimes straight down when people are feeling emotion deeply. So when people are sharing experiences, you can have a sense of whether or not there's an emotional tie based on whether their eyes are moving downward when they share. So when you say my family, you said, my family, and then a long blink and then back up. Mm-hmm. But that has deep meaning for you. Versus when I ask you what you had for, for uh, dinner, what you ordered, and your eyes went up into the top, up above to look for it. Mm-hmm. It's like when people's eyes move into the top right and top left, they're looking for visual information to process that. You'll, you'll also know if if uh, someone is, if their eye movements go to the side, it's just straight to the right or straight to the left, then they're recalling audio, auditory learning, right? They're recalling things that they heard. Or if you notice, like, if you hear, let's say that you're hiking in the woods and you hear a bear. Well wait, Sorry, was that yesterday? yesterday or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm throwing that in these these two girls were were hiking. What what lake was it? Jenny Lake. Yeah, Jenny Lake. And then you guys saw a bear, which is crazy. We did. It was a big bear. <laughs> yes, right on the trail where we're supposed to be walking. So these these two are like, I'm gonna go on a I'm gonna go, we're gonna go on an eight mile hike, and they just like randomly have. <laughs> I think just a bottle of water, <laughs> and they're going to do this eight-mile hike. We were not prepared. Next time, we'll bring snacks or something. I feel like you guys owe me your life for giving you bear spray, even though you didn't have to use it. We really did. It was very much so peace of mind. Yes. The look on their face yesterday when I'm like, you guys should take bear spray, they're just like, what? Bears? No way. And even in my mind, I'm thinking there's no way they're going to see a bear, but at least they're going to be safe. We walk in last night and Brother Allen's like, oh, what'd you see? We saw a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Um, but I, I think, I think um, when you when you think about that, if you pay attention to people's eye movements on the side, they're recalling hearing something. Up, they're looking for information, and down, they're feeling information. Um, interestingly enough, if if someone is is lying to you for sure they're most of the time gonna look you they're gonna have too long of eye contact and look you right in the eyes um where it's like to the creepy level they they look at you they lock eye contact and they tell you something like that's a that's more of a trigger of lying than it would be otherwise interesting because they they feel like most people feel like Eye contact represents honesty, and so that I'm, I'm more likely to lock eye contact to really drive home the point of this or that. If someone's coming, if you think about this, recall information where you've gone to apologize to someone, and you legitimately meant the apology. If you think back visually to what you look like, I can almost guarantee you that when you were expressing your remorse, that your eyes went down you're you're feeling it, you're sharing it, or you're confessing something to somebody down, down eyes to the right, down to the left. It's it's just what we do. Um so I would I guess part of my advice here is when you pay attention to those body language items, make sure that you're cognizant of how people best process information. I I would put money on the fact that that Carissa is incredible at recalling information that she hears. I'll bet. I'll bet you do a pretty good job at recalling information that you hear. Yeah, I will say that's probably true. Because um, most of the time, when you recalled information, you you didn't you didn't spend much time in visualization. You spent a lot of time. It was like you could hear it. You could you could feel it more that way than than visually. But if I start picking up on how people express themselves, I'm able to be more generous in my in my way that I can communicate in effective ways. Um. Any questions that you guys have or are thinking about? Do you think kids are the same? I think so. I think it's a you know we ought to just mess with it. Yeah. You know <laughs> we have we have a bunch of them we can. Experiment. with Yeah, how many kids <laughs> do we have? Is it seven or eight? I think it's like ten. Ten. We can't remember. Once you get past five, it's like I don't know, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Lose track. Six. I think it's six. So uh, one other one other body um, body movement that I would have you pay attention to is the palms. The research shows that people that show their palms tend to demonstrate additional honesty. When people are hiding their hands, they often, it, it, it's more of a yellow flag, like in their pocket or something. Uh-huh. Um, but, but showing palms when, when you're visiting with someone often is, is more inclusive, more likely to be perceived as, as open, honest, um, vulnerable. just it's just there's these subtle things that happen that we that we can be aware of and and better understand what's happening did you research this or did you just kind of notice as you spent time with people and how they kind of behaved it's a mixture of of a few things when I was uh, 20 in Washington one of my two greatest mentors spent a lot of time teaching me these types of things and then on top of that, since then, I've read a number of books that I've really loved and tried to be aware of it. Um, I think there's there's a couple of fun books that come to my mind if anyone's interested in them. One is a book called Pre-Suasion. Pre-Suasion. And uh, that's written by Robert Caldini. I can't believe I just pulled that off. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's his name. I'm not looking at this, but... It's called Persuasion by Robert Caldini. I feel like that, that was a good solid book um, in that way for, for persuasive messaging. An- another thing that I didn't really, I didn't notice much, but for nonverbal communication, he also, Leland also talked to me quite a bit about the speed and delivery of communication. So when I'm speaking at my own pace, it's slow, right? I'm a slow speaker. It's methodical. It's nasally. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm going to be in a room and Becca and I are going to have a conversation and Becca's going to feel comfortable, I'm going to lose Becca's attention in about two minutes if I don't pick up the pace. This is very accurate. So so if I if I wanted to build greater rapport with Becca, I've got to raise I've got to lift up the tone of my voice and I've got to speak two to three times faster than I normally speak and because then when I do she actually starts to feel more comfortable. It better keeps her attention and she can learn more a lot more than this way than if I was to take it down slow and give her a chance for her mind to just totally disconnect. What's the way for me? (laughs) What's that? What's the is it the opposite (laughs) for me or what is it for me here because that's very true for (laughs) me. But it's So if, if my goal is I want to become an effective communicator, then my goal is to figure out how you best receive messages so that I can give you what you best want, what you best need. I've talked in the past about the platinum rule. The golden rule is do unto others as you want done to you. But the platinum rule is I do unto others as they would have done to them. I'd much rather be an effective communicator that delivers what people want rather than trying to force people into my universe. I feel like that's really effective in like friendships or even Chris and I are in a YSA scene right now. And I feel like just dating and and having friendships and roommates and stuff, like it takes time to like learn and develop that. And I feel like even on the like third and fourth date or third and fourth time, like spending time with people, like you actually learn how to like effectively communicate with them. I feel like that's when you like actually start becoming friends because you're like, oh, this is how they receive information or process things. And how they, and we mentioned this briefly earlier today, but how they want to be received, how they receive love or how they yeah. how they communicate love. So when you think about not just the speed and the tone, but in addition to that, you also have um, Leland would would take some time and say, look at their breathing patterns and this and this was kind of where it started just to blow my mind a little bit where I'm like breathing patterns. Okay. but he uh, he taught me he said if you if you were looking to build rapport, the speed and delivery that you share as well as the breathing pattern, if I'm breathing when you're breathing, this is this is what Leland would explain to me He said if I'm breathing when you're breathing and we're matching breath, then we build deeper rapport. And I don't know all of the, you know, I don't have any research about it. This is just what he expressed to me, but it's uh it makes sense that when we're doing what other people are doing, we're more likely to have them accept and feel rapport and feel loved rather than trying to force our universe onto someone else. I can't believe how much you remember from 20 years ago from him. I That's know. That's crazy. Yeah, there's, not, there's actually not very many things that, that I don't recall that he taught me. I remember when he first met me, he's like, you want to make more money? You got to walk faster, talk faster, and sit in the front. I mean, he would, he would just tell me these phrases, and I just would never forget them. <laughs> we, went, we went somewhere once, and he, he said, when you meet people, you, you kind of pull back a little bit. Your, your physical body is, is pulling backwards. And it's creating distance unintentionally. I want you to lean forward just slightly when you're talking to people rather than pulling back. It's just that type of thing where he would just be so observant and open opened my eyes to just how, how important these things could be and the impact they could have. Um, wow, that's fun. That's fun to think about. We just had Cortland come into the studio. Let's have Cortland come on. She'll say hi here. Get get up to the mic here, Cordy. Cortland is our princess and she looks so cute wearing her pajamas still. You want to you want to tell the listeners anything, honey? She's nodding her head. No. How old are you these days anyways? 5. 5 years old. Hey Cordy. um Can I ask you a question? We're going to test something out with your, with your eyes here. Okay. And Cortland has big, beautiful eyes, doesn't she? Yes, she does. So Cortland, um, what, what is, uh, your favorite color? Every single color. Every color. Wow. That's awesome. And what is your favorite movie? Uh, Frozen. Frozen. Okay. Um, why do you love the movie Frozen? How do you how do you feel when you watch it? She's shrugging her shoulders. But did you, but did she's you down. Did you watch her eyes? That that movie has an emotional connection to her and she she can she can feel that. Even thinking about it it brings those feelings. Mm-hmm. Totally did. Um I had thought, and and along these lines, the impact that we can have on others with a smile, and I mentioned this, remember how I said that I had the perfect idea for a podcast, but I'd already taken my sleeping pill? (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) I was thinking about the power of a smile that it can have on our lives, and I can't help but wonder the impact that smiling has on us as well as what it might not have on us when it's you know when based on precautions of physical precautions we're wearing masks and covering our face um i wonder what kind of impact that has just just kind of interesting to think about courtland wants to push a button here courtland do you want to push a button okay so this is the first time that i think we've ever pushed a button on the on the (laughs) podcast but we're going to have courtland push one of these fancy buttons on our on our machine here. Go ahead and push one of these, Cordy. I don't know which one the clap <laughs> is. Ooh, that was cool. Very cool. <laughs> so I, uh, I wanna just end. I had, it was a, a great time having our special guests with us. We're glad they didn't get eaten by bears. <laughs> and um, I would love, I would love if you, shot us shoot me a note on on social media or text me with any ideas that you have that you'd like us visiting about on the podcast because we want to make sure that we're we're delivering exactly what you'd love see you later bye guys